Okay, I guess I should do this intro. Yeah, do the intro. Let's go. So this past week, I was at a work event for three whole hours. I forgot to eat lunch, though I figured dinner and a movie would bring me back to life, okay? But however, halfway through dinner, my eyelids started drooping as my body started to hunch over. And by 7 p.m., I was already asleep on the couch. So when I hear Sway Lee, boast about how it's been two days since he's laid down, I am bewildered. I remember how overwhelmed Dan and Bamani Jones for Highly Questionable were when Sway and Slim Jimmy said they should hang in Miami sometime. That's precisely the effect Shrem Life had on critics five years ago. Just when we had grown accustomed to Trap becoming the post-recession soundtrack of our lives, we now have to explain how to pronounce Ray Shrimmerd. Ebro would rather have pulled the covers over his head, and we all just felt old as fuck. Our special guests today are Mars and Duckle McFly, talking about the duo who, no matter how hard we had resisted, showed hip-hop how to have fun again. This is the season four premiere of the Something to Say podcast. The boys. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some real like, all right, what's up? Gentlemen, what's going on? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Don't act quiet now. Um, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you was going all right, never mind. Let's get some introductions, guys. Uh I'm Ducko McFly, producer, a bunch of stuff. Um, and I am Mars, um, producer, songwriter, a bunch of other things. Um pass this thing back though. Our guests are sharing a mic and it's (laughs) they're fun. (laughs) They're some fun guys. Um you guys are ear drummers. Oh yeah, yeah, ear drummers in the building. We got you all that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ducko's terrible. Now you guys sound like producers. Ducko's terrible. I I I feel like this is this your first podcast? Yeah, come to that. He's not used to this. Uh yeah, ear drummers in the building. Now, Mars. Yes. You've done podcasts before? Ah, uh, this is like my third, I, I think. Yeah. Oh, so we're hearing your podcast voice. Yeah. <laughs> 2015 was like a real, to me, it was a real interesting year because there was a lot of rap albums that came out and it kind of felt like this place where there was a lot of. There was a lot of new shit. There was a lot of new sounds. There was a lot of artists coming out that were, you know, Drake put out what a time. I mean, not what a time. Uh, if you're reading this, it was 2015. Like, he was kind of stepping into a, a, a trappier, darker sound. You got a Travis Scott album. Um, Rodeo came out that year. Barter Six came out that year. There was a lot of different shit, but I don't think anything came out that felt, to Christina's point, that felt as fun as. Ray Shrimmer. Like everybody was dark and they had whatever drama they had going on, but Ray Shrimmer was just like raw ass fun energy. And for them to sound so young, and a lot of people thought probably they were kids when they first came out, but that feeling of fun and being excited again, like how much a part of that was in the conversations in like creating the album and creating what the sound was going to be for the album. 
<laughs> Man, we just sat in that basement and just did whatever. We had a bottle of Hennessy. What basement <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so the basement was me and P Nasty. We had a, a crib together at the time, and we had just like got in touch with them like after a year of losing touch and. They ended up moving in with us, and just every day was a party. We had the lights going and drank weed, and that's what we did. Like, we just had fun. Um, a lot of conversations, a lot of late-night conversations uh, just about how we wanted to make everything just sound like a party. Like, everything had to sound like a single deck could go on the radio like the next day so that's what we did if it didn't go we scrapped it uh, a lot of a lot of songs didn't make the cut but like no flex zone was like one we were comfortable about and i know that's like one everyone was like who the hell is this like who are these guys it was it was it was fun like we did a lot it was it was a lot of fun um I know at the time they were like uh, a trio, actually. They had Bobo Sway. He was the third member, but he ended up leaving. And, and so, this was in Tupelo, right? Yeah. No, this wasn't in Tupelo. <laughs> okay. This was, this was in Atlanta. This is like right when they just moved to Atlanta. And um, we did one record that was on the second album, uh, Over Here. Mm-hmm. And then right after that, um, they ended up splitting, and then No Flex Zone came about. And that record, nobody knew it was going to do what it did. Really? No. Because when you said, (laughs) I I was going to go back, because you said that was a song you felt comfortable with. I felt comfortable. Nobody, nobody, I, I love that record, but more so... It was, hip, I don't know if I should put this on the record. He'll probably get mad at me for this. I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on your toes. I have to ask a question. Go ahead. So you're telling me that when y'all made that song, you didn't know what the fuck was going on when y'all made it? My head would have popped off. I knew. Okay, I didn't didn't come into the game until... Mars, I'm talking on the mic right now. (laughs) I didn't know what was going on. I came in at the end. The album was already done pretty much. They were still shooting videos and stuff, but I I I I signed the, I signed the drummers right as the album was coming out. Right. So, but I remember the first time I heard that song, I was like, "Oh, this is it. These guys is out of here." There was no second hearing it. There was no. I take. There was no nothing. It was as soon as I heard it. I didn't know who they were yet. I heard it and I was like, "Yo, this is out of here." Yeah, this I didn't know their name. The so first the, time I heard, it, I didn't know. So their that name wasn't nothing, the feeling y'all had when y'all made it. I'm like, I, I didn't know this. I, look, I want to hear this story I as well. Look, I didn't. I didn't make the record, of course. That was, you know, Mike plus. Um, but I didn't think we. I didn't think it was gonna blow up as fast as it did. I knew what the record was. I didn't think it was gonna blow up as fast. That as it quick, did. let me like, word it that way, because, like I said, I don't know if I should put this <laughs> on the record. He might hang me for this. He might get mad. But Mike hated that. Record, bro. We had to force that record on him. What was it that he didn't see in it? Like, what was his? What he was didn't his thing get about? it at first. 
he just didn't get it. He was like, nah, bro, that ain't it. I think we can do something else. Um, we're like, nah, bro, just let's see what it, let's just play it, just play it around. Just see, just see, see how people react to it. React. Right. First night they sent it to us, we played it for Diddy. We we were in, um, we were, matter of fact, we were locked in with Diddy at the time. Played it for Diddy. He went nuts at the studio. After that, Mike started playing it everywhere. Wayne went crazy about it. He started playing it at parties. Everybody was like, yo, what you doing that? When you dropping that? Dropped it, that thing. Gone. Oh, yeah, them diamonds so cool. Yeah, yeah that old school mind fool. Never heard about you. All my hoes, they so rude. Rude. That's all on me, nigga. Yeah. Kill us individual. Yeah. Come check on that nigga. Woo. Sit on my ballman zipper. Yeah. He told him. Mm-hmm. Mike was like, nah, nah, nah. So this song came about pretty early in the process, you would say? Very. No. Came kind of early. Kind of early, but not. When did y'all know y'all was making an album? Or were y'all we just didn't. cutting records? We didn't. We were just cutting records. We were actually against like putting out an album. Really? Oh, it was just going to be singles. Are you always going to put out, like, just put out song after song we weren't even trying to put out any music like me and p and the boys we were all basically like nah we shouldn't put this out mike like bro we're ready to go let's just go let's just do it we were nervous we didn't know we were we were we we, we we were nervous like right we were like is this? we knew it was fire but we were like uh Okay. Oh, and so to clarify, um, when I interviewed Ray Shrimmer at the time, they were talking about how their connection to ear drummers wasn't through like Mike Will first. They met, like they met you, they met uh, they met P Nasty, and it was like once y'all got to working together, it's like you guys had to kind of vouch for them essentially. Like, listen, this yeah, is the raw like, potential. Yeah, we did, we did, we did a lot of, we did a lot of fighting. Ab- you know, for the situation at first, but not like on, it was just, nobody knew what we had going on. Mm-hmm. It was like, what are y'all doing? It was like, we got this. Yeah. Trust us. So Mike came to the house one time. They freestyled all night. All night. Which I could see if they're talking about like jumping up top of bars and shit like that. All night. Okay. <laughs> freestyle all night. That's the energy. All night. All night. Easy. Rarely messed up. Ever. All night. So they right. already kind of, they were polished to a certain extent by the time they got to this point. They it wasn't were, like they were they learning were, to be artists or learning man, what their voices were or learning what the, the creativity first, is. Like. The first like couple of weeks they got there, we were like, all right, man, y'all record, because they were recording and we were just like, it it wasn't like the first time when we met him, so it was like we were clashing. We were like, you know what? Whatever. Y'all just go ahead, record. Y'all get all of that out. Yeah. So after they did, they recorded about 10 ideas. They were like, bro, this isn't it. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so they, that's where we sat down. We sat down. First night started cooking. They did we. Um, next day we did over here. We were just wow. cranking out records, just 
And like wait, what that, year was this? Was this after they inked this the deal was in 2014? 20, this was like, what, end of 2013? So before <laughs> official paperwork had been signed, basically. Exactly. Got you. Yeah. So we were just in there cooking. It was just fun. We were cooking. We, I think we left the house maybe once or twice. Maybe. Other than that, we just stayed in the basement playing video games, smoking, drinking. Recording. Fun fact. Sway was very annoying. You couldn't, because we only had two setups, you couldn't keep him from recording. So it'll be about, say about four, five, six o'clock in the morning. In between there, he's down there recording. And you have to tell him like, bro, go to sleep. All night he just ideas, ideas, Go ideas. To sleep. That's how that's how no type that's that's how no type came came along. Right. He was in one room on my computer, made the beat on my computer, took it over to P's room where we recorded and recorded the song. Had the song by the time everyone woke up. Damn. What? So you were just waking up to songs. Songs. Waking up, go to sleep for just a few hours. That's crazy. Wake just up because to songs. I feel like with this record, there was so much polish. Like, you and I were talking about how there isn't really any filler on this particular it's album. It's real tight. So, it's real, real tight. And so, like, I just don't get the impression that, like, I can't picture in my head Sway just kind of, like, running around in this basement, in this house, just kind of, like, it sounds very, very DIY, which is not what I expected to hear. I was thinking big studios, right? Like some type of environment yeah. that you would pit artists in to make an album, yeah. to make a studio album. No, nah, it's still, it's still really the same way now. Like they both have that because, like you said, like neither one of them don't like to not be able to work. So the easiest way to be able to work all the time is to have it at the house. So both of them just have it at the house, and like yeah, there's always studios, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Niggas got budgets and stuff, but at the end of the day. Like both of them just really, really, really like making music. That's the thing. That's what I was like. Like I told, I wasn't there in the very beginning, but that's first same experience I had. First time I met them, we were in the studio the whole night. They freestyle records, and it was just back to 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 back. It was them and McConan, and you know how McConan is. So it was just it would be like McConan sway, McConan sway, and then Jimmy would come lay verses everything, and then they do it again, they do it again, and Mars pull up with some beats, plus pull up beats. I play a couple of them, and I mean, I was my first pressure. I was like, bro, these dudes are not messing up. Like, and everything, like, every Sway melody was fire. Every Jimmy verse was hard. Every beat was banging. You know how Mike's in there like, no, nah, play that one, play that one, play that one. And it was crazy. And this was around Ransom, right? No, this was this was right before No Type dropped. Because mm. mm. I remember that's that's the process I walked, I came in around. Because he was playing everybody No Type. Because they were trying to figure out which video to drop first. It was when they had right. the beach video. Because right. remember they shot the No Flex Zone video at South By. Right. So they were showing, it was so, they were like, we're trying to figure out what the first single is. What was that discussion like? Man, just like he's the same way as last one, just playing records, playing records, playing records. I mean, that, like, how do you decide which one of those songs is going to be the single? Man, that's that's a Mike question, man. That man just be having. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it a bean, bro. Mike, like, Mike, be, Mike be knowing, man. You be mad as hell, like like you said, you be mad as hell at that nigga, like man, how? You, so you just know, you know, you know. You don't say that to him, obviously. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. He be like, oh, so you just like, know, right? He be knowing. And he sounds confident about it. Like, he's telling you this is gonna be the one. Yeah. Only in the case of No Flex Zone was there ever like we had to make a group decision. The rarity. Like, that was the rarity. After that, 
Mike pretty much was like, hey, this is what we're running with. Y'all cool <clears> with that? <throat> All right. And it worked. They want to say, you got hell of a bad now. It worked. <laughs> like, it worked. You guys were five for five for singles. All platinum. All multi-platinum. Right. So here's the thing, like, and I was thinking about this, and like, this is probably the part where I like whoever's listening to this. That's like whoever the Jam Sports are that are listening to this will probably be mad at this part. But, Go like, ahead. This album might legit be a classic hip hop record, like, like not not like a play around, like oh, we just gonna say it's some classic shit. Like when you listen to the album, it's only eleven songs, and only eleven. I don't really think for for what they're doing, I don't, I don't think there's a real skip on here, like. To me, this album, I let run down, and I'm like, that was a good-ass time. Especially, time. Especially, especially in a city like Atlanta where you leave your house and you sit in a little bit of traffic. This is like a door-to-door. You leave your crib, go wherever you're going, and by the time you get there, you're like, damn, all right. exactly what happened today. I drove into Midtown. I was playing Sherm Life, come back, got caught in a little bit of traffic. I was, the album ended before I pulled up to the house. Right. And like, I'm not even going outside the perimeter. So that was that. Um, but what's interesting, I like that appraisal job because at the time, I think it did kind of confound critics a little bit. One, because they felt old as hell. I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, but also- the Young boys had that juice. <laughs> <laughs> I remember back in the day in like eighth grade, and I'm about to date myself, but like there was this soda called Jolt that had some, you know, you don't remember Jolt? Had some ridiculous ass amount of caffeine and sugar, and they had banned that shit from school. Like they just stopped kids from <laughs> bringing that shit to school. Period. Like nah, it's over for that. And like to me, this album is like Jolt. Like they are just OD from the beginning. I love that. I really didn't like recognize until you pointed out how dark all the albums were that came out that year. Yeah, because you don't think about it when you're getting the albums in like just throughout the year. But when you paint, when you painted it like that, I was like, that shit really. Can I cuss crazy? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw you do the iPad earlier when I cussed. I was like, she's personally she's like, she's like a late <laughs> she beep. Me she's beeping me over there, dude. Nah, 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 um, but nah, it's like you it really was it really was a different time. And I'm not finna act like there wasn't no fun rap or nothing. No, yeah, but no, I had great time. What was what time. was going was was some darker stuff. Yeah. And so if people love, you know, the DS2 and, and Meek album and there was like a I mean Rocky Hole sound and like they they were doing Way more dark music. Yeah, I'm every 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 single one of those records is like most of the. I'm scrolling through these album covers. Most of these album covers are in black. They're all and white. black. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's <laughs> what I'm looking yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. It's black every one of those videos are black, black videos. Black and white cover. Like yeah. that's what people are on. And that shrimp, and, that shrimp cover is white. White, and you see their faces clear yeah, yeah. the thing, and it's like it was just a whole different type of. I know Mike did record. that shit too. I want that shit to pop on iTunes. When <laughs> you scroll, you scroll white. by, I want to pick this shit white. Put yeah. faces on this shit. That's the kind of shit Michael said. He'd be like, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Smart as fuck. <laughs> I appreciate that. Mars, I have to ask, who was the first artist you discovered? Uh, Ray Schremer. <laughs> yeah, like, like out of them, like how did you discover? Like, oh, yeah. Bobo. Bobo was the first. That I talked to, like, like can I say yep. And shout out that nigga Bobo Sway, man. That man's fire as well. If you if you like Ray Shrimmer, check out Bobo Sway, man, because he's hard. Yes, indeed. Um, but yeah, I talked to Bobo, and uh, like, it was dope. Like, talking to all three of them, uh, they were. Sway was very shy, so Sway. 
Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Real just cool to himself. And Jimmy, Jimmy was the wild card. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I'm not gonna lie. Like I love Jimmy. Like I always had this debate with people about like wild who card? they like more. But yeah, like, wild card in what way? What would he do? Just every way. <laughs> just every way. Just crazy. Like. He'll just do a, a a flip out of nowhere for no reason, or he'll just tumble on the floor for no reason. Just do a little front tumble for no reason and get up like <laughs> for no reason. Like a kid showing you he could cartwheel. Yes, for no reason. And that's what I love about him. It's just always a, a crazy energy with all three of them, really. Like, and that's why it worked out so well, really. Cause if we didn't, if we didn't have Bobo writing, if we didn't have all three of them writing the way they were, man, it wouldn't have worked out. Like that whole, that whole album was just a fun experience. Like, I honestly, if I could hop in the time machine, I'd do that shit again. That you would th- do that shit again? Yeah, yeah. It was, it was fun. It was stressful. It was stressful. <laughs> it sounds sure. like they didn't let you sleep. No, I slept. Okay, good. <laughs> no, like I said, I That's said. I'm gonna go to sleep. If my body <laughs> say, "Hey, go lay down," I'm gonna go go to sleep. I'm not even about to push it. Them, that I don't know. They're machines. That that's something crazy. But was it a big lifestyle change having them move in with you? Like to me, that's the crazy part. Like you move these kids in, and next thing you know, you're working. It's not like an MTV show. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. real. <laughs> no right. different than staying with my family growing up. So like. I'm always I've always been family oriented so like having them there was like having little brothers there so right. it, it was all dope. great well I'm glad to hear that because it sounds like it was a real it's, it sounds like it was as much fun as the music actually reflects and for me I'm like alright cool so it's some genuine like this is what was going authentic on authentic fun yeah authentic fun that they yeah. was having and, and coming Barbecues, out with records like this. every Sunday all types of fun stuff yeah and every that's all we would do just to keep the energy going to keep the vibes going we hit the club every now and then and come time we hit the strip club <laughs> but like it's just a fun experience I want to do it again honestly I, <laughs> I, I really do I, 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 no I couldn't live with them again no that's <laughs> it's okay with family like I said like too. living with your like living with your little brothers mm-hmm. you gotta tell us about you and Jimmy in Miami. You mentioned it before the podcast. Oh, what? What? Hold on, wait. What about Miami? Where did I? There was like Miami? a month. Yeah, you said you spent a month. Oh no, yeah. in California. Oh, we were talking about oh, the backwoods. Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, this, I'm this talking is, about this is a very weird. Ten friendly. to fifteen in a night. We're talking backwoods. What? Backwoods on top of his best friend Gilo, like Swishers. So. There's Swishers and there's Backwoods Blood all night. Wars. And everyone talks shit about me because I have my little papers. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My man, see? That's, so yeah, like, right. We're pro so, papers right. in this podcast. Yeah. It was a time period. I ran out of papers, so I had no choice but to smoke with them. I, I died. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. 
I swear, the next day I couldn't breathe. I was like, bro, I'm not smoking anything. I was my chest hurt. I don't understand that shit. We had the whole before the podcast started. We had this whole discussion about dabs and papers and weed smoking. But like backwards, I don't know how motherfuckers are still smoking backwards. Like I just that shit would collapse my chest. That's death. So you're speaking to us from the afterlife now. Got yes. It. Okay, dope. That's cool. That's cool. Yes, I am. I am. Uh, um, he is risen. <laughs> ghost. Um, you talk. You mentioned earlier how the the goal was always to make like big pop hits, right? And I was just wanted to I mean, get like the mental. It image. was. It wasn't a goal. It was like. If we basically had it in our head. If that shit ain't going in, it don't feel right. We're not Why doing we it. Going? Yeah, mm. we're not doing it. If like we start a record, ten minutes in, if the shit's not going well, move on from that shit and go. No, go to the next one. We'll come back to it. It's just a lot, a lot of stuff. Just like swaying those damn melodies, man. There's just a lot of stuff between him and Jimmy. A lot of shit that just like came out that just went so. Say please. And I know they really wish we would fall till we fall. I'm the big bad wolf, there's a full moon, y'all. Talk the money in the egg, yeah. Watch how your dreams hit the floor. Uh, wait till I get the buzz off this drug. Damn, girl, you way too fine for a local club. Killing someone's vibe. Be a fucking crime Wasting so much time So back in court I was saying It sounds like they never heard a writer's block Like it sounds like with them It's just always they, it. And then being the slightly outsider at this time I do have to give this as well You guys, you and Plus and Nasty and Mike The beats that y'all was making at that time though It's like You know what I mean? There was no, there was no choice Those beats were so crazy Giving them what they needed. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. That 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 always makes it that that kind of speedy process where you it, it gives you the the confidence to quit a record and go to the next one when you know mm. that you got two hundred beats in this room collectively and everybody in this room has a number one record. And it, it's crazy. They didn't have a number one record at the time, but they're all top ten. You know what I'm saying? Right. Platinum producers. You know that everybody's got hits on their on their laptops. I don't know, man. That pro- like you guys, you know what I'm saying? For, for as crazy as as Sway and Jimmy were, man, you guys really kind of like. What do you think that chemistry is? Like, do you think that was a thing of you all, like, were you making, do you feel like you were making the same kind of music before you met Bo and, and the rest of the guys compared to once you were all living together and really had some cohesiveness because to me it just sounds like either y'all were ready as hell to just this was supposed to be that everyone came together in this kind of way to make this particular kind of music uh no we were just in there like what the we're not we're not doing we're not gonna do what we normally do we're gonna try something different how about we do this how about we do that or maybe if we make the drums bounce this way I yeah this will go and just letting letting everything be and then just taking stripping everything down maybe we'll do one sound and just have drums and just let a loop go yeah this out like none of the tracks on here are real complicated like they're all melodic and they all slap they all mm-hmm. hit hard but it's like it is it is that stripped down kind of feeling that they have mm-hmm. 
just strip down and y'all just get in there freestyle. Just get in there, cut, cut something. If y'all don't feel like freestyling, write something. But, like, most of that, they just went in there and freestyle. It was just, it was crazy, like, the whole process. And then just the records that didn't make the cut. <laughs> it was crazy. Where are those records? <laughs> what was the criteria for what did and didn't make the cut? Was it a matter of focus grouping or like? Just we had too many records and we were like, we only wanted to do 11 records. So it was like, oh, we don't wanna, yeah. So it was like, hey, we got to pick a number. It landed on 11. So it was like, all right, what are we taking off? And I felt. Co- I felt comfortable about it. I, they did most definitely. We're talking about eleven out of fifty, sixty, a hundred. No, we didn't do that many. <laughs> <laughs> I was say, damn. I mean, there might have been uh, almost that many ideas, especially with Sway. There's no telling what was well, in the yeah, vault well, yeah, at the time. Not, right. But like, nah, <laughs> we had maybe like thirty records. Yeah, maybe close to. That's a good. That's a to me. That's a good ratio. Yeah, eleven well, you pull, out of you pull thirty. That eleven out of thirty. Yeah. Like, like, and then I think like one was Illis walking, and they just put that out. Like, we what we did a little video when we were out one night about to go to the club, and that was it. Right, they just put that out. I don't even think they ever put that on iTunes or anything. Oh, uh, we had a lot of records that just. We liked, but we were like, uh, eh, it doesn't feel like Shrimp Life. We'll, we'll just say that for Shrimp Life, too. Mm-hmm. So, a few of those made it to Shrimp Life, too. Like, uh, what, the Lil John record with Mustard? That was that was one that didn't make the cut, and it went to the... Uh, oh. Yeah, it was, a, it was a few. It was... We, it was a few records. Over here. Over here was, like, the second record we did with them, and... Yeah, that one ended up going on Shrimp Life too. Wow. And it's still, I think, man, we still got some records. I know, well, I'm going to let him speak on this. I know Ducko has a lot of fire-ass records, especially with Jimmy. Yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about let's talk about that. Let's talk about that because I'm Jimmy Hive. Like, I, like I said, I have this debate all the time, and I like I love both of them. Like, I think together they're a dope ass group, and but I just feel like people don't be giving Jimmy what he's supposed to have. And like, to to your point that you were making earlier, like he to me he feels like the wild card. Like that's why I love him. He just feels like the one that's just wild and out of control, and like. His delivery, how he how he does his shit, I just like that energy and you know how they complement each other. But uh, Jimmy, Jimmy working, um, yeah. he's working on some stuff right now. Um, I love working with Jimmy. I'm not, I, I don't, I, I kind of feel the same way as you. I hate being like, yo, this one's my favorite. This, this one's my right. favorite. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. collectively they're amazing. And I think they add to each other very well. But like, I agree though. Jimmy definitely doesn't get, get doesn't get his flowers, but. He's definitely coming for him real soon. Yeah, I'm man. excited. I'm excited. I would like. I'd be watching his IG. It, I feel like he, I've heard shit on his Instagram. Like, when is this coming out? Like, I need this right nah, now. Nah, I pull like, up. Yo, I pull up, and like, he'll be working on like a Caribbean joint, and he's like, "Yo, I gotta finish another joint on fast." And he'll load it up, and it'll be like a, like a random ass like I don't know like a, like a pop smoke joint or something. Mm-hmm. And then he'll be like, play some beats, and then I'll, I'll play some like some Slim Jimmy shit. You know what I'm right. saying? Just yeah, some turned yeah, up yeah. shit. He's like, no, 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 no. 
give me some jazzy. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in his bag. Yeah, yo, and uh, bro, people, people don't understand, though, like, like everything that Sway can do, Jimmy, Jimmy can, can do as well. Yeah. I've always felt, I'm glad you said that, because I've now, always now, felt that yeah, way about him. Sway's voice is a different level. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't yeah. deny that, that, like, that, 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 yeah, that false that that shit he got is something else. Jimmy ain't got that. Right, yeah, that's not his bag. You know what I'm saying? That's not his bag, but, like talent wise, writing wise, yeah. the creativity wise, the range, everything that's everything that Sway can do, Jimmy's got a, a record just as hard in the studio. Bruh. And I like he's 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 putting together everything right now to show people that and I'm excited. Okay. Like, even when the project dropped, man, like I, I was happy, man. Like Changed Up was a real is a like, I love that record man, so much, man. <laughs> like like that record even, like just to kind of just say like the process of like how records get processed and everything mm-hmm. like that record began as like a, a scratch verse from another record and wow. i built the whole beat i built the beat around that verse and they ended up we ended up building the rest of the song around that oh shit so he didn't cut that he didn't cut that that no i built that of, whole record around the wow. around the around like an acapella Mm. That was That's a scratch crazy. verse where he, cause you know, you know, niggas just go in and just freeze off for the whole beat. Yeah. So he had like three or four takes. I went home, took one, I took all the takes, listened mm. to him, and it was just like, there was this verse that was just hard. And then it had the little, the, like the hook, the hook is what the hook was. That was all scratch. That was a, that was four bars from a scratch vocal. Wow. So how long does it take you to put that together? Well, you know, you know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. It know. didn't take that long. The original, the original idea didn't take that long. Yeah. I work rather fast. But you recognized the idea there was something there. Yeah, but because I remember when we were, cause, but I was there when they were recording. It was, we was working with him and Jace. Him and Jace and mm-hmm. Ears that did a record together. And the record was hard. So I, I already knew that he had said some stuff. I was like, oh, that's going to be hard. I got to cut that. He had said the changed up line. And I heard it. I was like, oh, no, that's it. Oh, pull that. Yeah. Now, I didn't expect to find a whole nother. Like, I really was going, I'm going to take this. I'm going to make the hook. I'm going to send him that. And he's going to write the verses and cool. Mm-hmm. But then when I got down, I was playing with the acapellas. I was like, oh, there's a there's a song there's here. There's a whole, yeah. There's a whole song here. Mm-hmm. And it just ended up being like that. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, so have you, is that a process that you think is like a, 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 a process that could work with as far as creating songs. Oh, and I that, love and that. I, I, I'm gonna keep it up. I I really wish I could like people talk about how like Drake or send people acapellas. Mm-hmm. I wish artists would just do that to me. Really? Just let me build it. Just send me this. Send me the record. It, send me the record. Make that motherfucker to, to a click track and send it to me. Long as it's on key, we in there. Hmm. I like that idea. Well, me too. <laughs> I like I like that idea. Cause you gonna make the record. Yeah. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's, the, it's the best way to make. It's the best way to make music. Like for, for like for for a producer. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think I've ever heard a producer say, say speak about <laughs> that in that kind of way. Like I'd rather just get the acapella and let me build. If we're gonna do it all email anyways, just send me acapella. Besides, you sending you, part, right. I'm gonna send then you 20 random ass beats. I don't know what moves you in. I don't know what you listening to all day. I don't know nothing that. about what you got going then on. What you say would tell me everything about where I can go with this. Man. I love that idea, man. Don't nobody have time to be shooting in the dark, man. It's <laughs> that. that that's, that's, it's, it's a more, it's, it's more like, efficient for everybody. Man, don't nobody have time to be shooting in the dark. I'll send you 20, 25 beats, and then you're like, um. This is what I feel like today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you have something that feels like this? Right. <laughs> like, even going back to, like, the conversations with Jimmy, like, you have, like, this is what I do, like, as a recent. I, bro, what type of mood are you in? How are you feeling right now? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about your life. You feel like. And then. How are you feeling? He was like, 
He's like, I'm feeling like I want to slap somebody, but I want to go to it. it you want to go to where? <laughs> I want to go to the store. And I want to buy some. I'm bro. I'm like, how do you? Make but then I want to. After I buy some, I want to put it on. I'm gonna go to the club and I'm. I, Okay. You know it's funny. So I, know I, <laughs> I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I have a beat for I, you. Oh, whatever. Seeing, like okay. Oh whatever. Look. He just won't be in the club. Okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so weird. It's so weird, but it's fun. It's fun. Oh, yeah, I like no. it. I like it. It's just I like, like yeah. I like that whole concept. Yeah. It's like wh what do you feel like at the moment? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be shooting in the dark right. <laughs> nobody has time right. for that i'm glad we're getting this insider knowledge as to what it's like to work with them because and i just remembered this last night but at the time that shrimp life came out i know ebro in particular had doubts as to whether they even wrote their shit so i guess with with you guys having worked so intimately together with ray shrimmer like First of all, what did you think of that criticism? And then two, like, how do you think the critical regard surrounding them has changed? <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a pretty genius. I laugh because I, I mean, it's nothing to get mad about. I know, I like, I know their work ethic. I know all of that. So it's like, I laugh when somebody thinks different. I laugh, you know. Whenever somebody has something negative to say, all right, it's your opinion, it's how you feel, whatever. To me, they're great. They're amazing. Uh, they wrote every single word, you know. All you really got to look at is look at all the writing credits they have now. I mean, I don't like... If, if there's nobody I love, it's more than Diddy. It, I mean, fuck what they wrote then. I, they wrote everything then. But even if they didn't, they wrrote the biggest records now. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it's like the the I don't even say that in reference to their acclaim now. Yeah, it's no, like I that's the, their acclaim now is what I say to what Ebro said then. Right. And that's with all due respect to Ebro. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and but it's like, just, look how it turned out. Everybody, so, like, I, like the first time, like I'm like when I saw like the first time I seen them visually, mm -hmm. I'm thinking, okay, another young rap. Okay, they're gonna sound like whatever. Sure. When you first see them, you, you're gonna be like, man, who are these little kids, bro? Yeah. Sure. I thought we was rapping. I'm here with Mike Will. I'm expecting like. Drake so, yeah, yeah, bro. Right, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm, so, I'm, I'm from Nashville. I'm in okay. Atlanta in the studio with Mike Will. Right. And these two kids walk in. I felt like Ebro. I'm like, yeah. man, what are these niggas like, what, finna what, do? What, yeah, what, what's going you know what on? Here? But then but then but then if you once you once you heard them, once you heard them, it's like you yo, just no denying you it. There's no denying it. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like when Ebro said that, I was like, damn, I don't That's Ebro whole look, Ebro has a position that he has. And he and he and like he has it for a reason. Yeah, so no, he like, likes no. Ebro fully likes to troll people and fully, fully likes. I'm not even saying on a troll level. It's like there's nothing wrong with questioning shit. Like that's yeah, one thing no, I hate this, about no, that's true. No, the, yeah, the rap right. critics yeah. right now is that there's this feeling of like I can't question. Something. I can't say. I can't like, have. Hey, a, did, uh, did you write that? Hmm. Did you like? Did you produce it? Did you do this? Hmm. Whatever. It's like, what's wrong with the question? Right. Now there's nothing wrong with the artist then going nah. I don't want to answer that question. That's none of your fucking right. business. Suck yeah. my dick. So whatever you want to say. Whatever answer is but bad. Yeah, but you have to be fair you, you and let the to, question yeah, be asked. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. So it's just like, you just let niggas, ask, like you said, you let niggas ask their question and you answer it with your work. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's why the niggas didn't go back and forth. You know, it's a little good going back and forth. It's right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's you the era. You got to do what you got to do. But you prove it. And that, I mean, that's what Sway said when it happened. He was like, yo, you're going to see. 
You the answer it with your words. Yeah. And then they dropped the double album. Not to skip up a bunch of steps. No, 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 just, no, no, no. And they was like, no, nah, they say ain't gonna work. Da 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 da. See what happened. You know what I'm saying? Every time, every, from the first one, second one, third one, it's like, no, nah, it's gonna work. Mm. You, everything. You know, they say the light bulb was stupid. Look at us. <laughs> look at us here. Look at us now. This shit. Look at us Every, now. Everybody can look around and see what the fuck going yeah. on now. Brightest shit in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ain't that about a bitch? Okay. What? I mean, I don't got no questions, guys. You guys, I got way more insight than I expected today. Yeah, no, this was good, man. Yeah. Well, of I course. Had a good time, man. Like, I appreciate y'all coming out here and just having real conversation with us. This was fun. Yeah. yeah. I appreciate you guys. Had a blast. <laughs> uh, 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 oh, okay. I mean, anything you guys want to promote, you know, let us know about what's going on, Ducko. I will real quick. Go ahead. Uh, forty bands. Forty. Denzel bands. Curry, Jace, me, my my boy Tiggy. Mm. Shout out Tiggy, fire producer. Shout out Tiggy, fire producer. Shout out the house as well. Uh, oh, shout out at World of Browns. Journey's coming real soon. Oh, Journey mm. is dropping. Shout out Brown. It's real. If you like anything, you'll like Brown. Um. But yeah, Denzel Curry, Jace, myself, Tiggy, 40 bands out now, video coming soon. Um, there's a, uh, this man Mars has a Dragon Ball Z instrumental tape. He's about to tell you about this fucking fire. I haven't even listened to it yet and I already know it's fire. Producer really? Mike's eyes just bugged out. <laughs> so you have to tell us what is the deal. Oh, oh yeah. Um, no, I have a, well, just honoring the release of the, Broly movie uh, after a year I released a beat tape around the original soundtrack well I remixed the original soundtrack it's pretty it's pretty fire it's doing pretty pretty good uh, it's on every platform now actually I think yeah it's on every platform um, Spotify Apple uh, Tidal a few spots uh, it's really dope uh, check it out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that sounds hard. You can tell you're not used to this promo cycle at all, sir. <laughs> I'm not. You know, it's my first piece of work putting out, but I'm, you know, I was very confident about it. I've been promoting it as much as I can. I'm doing some old, um, videos. I'm about to draw some videos soon for it. So shows, performances, stage. No, no, no. I don't, no shows, no performances. Okay. All right, all right, all right. No DJ Mars, but. Uh, <laughs> Artist uh, Maserati. Uh, mm, we'll talk about that at a later date. All right. Uh, a right. little intrigue. Leave him with a little intrigue. I'm going to check out the beat tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, want, yeah, I need yeah, everybody. Beat I'm, we're going to listen to it on the way home. I haven't, I've been working on this video. I haven't had a chance to listen to it. We're going to listen to it on the way home. Okay. Oh, my God. Whoa. Oh, snap. And I just won this raffle. And he just won, <laughs> and he just won <laughs> a fucking raffle. See what happened? You come on this show, you win a raffle. You win. Is that a Wolverine? Well, um, oh, yeah, and it's a and it's a Wolverine, an OG Wolverine it was a yellow and blue suit. I saw uh, it. What? That. A toy? I, I think it had the mask on it. Did it have the mask on it? Stop typing and show me the picture of the Wolverine. <laughs> we, need, we need to know. Well, listen, listen. Um, thank uh, you. Have just been listening to the Something to Say podcast produced yes. by Michael Saba out here in the SWATs. Um, you could also support us at Patreon.com/slash Something to Say. Yeah.